Welcome to Murder, She Don't, the movie podcast where we watch horror films, usually, because he likes them. But she don't, but today we're watching movies she won't, or she wants to, <laughs> I guess. But then we talk about them. Yeah, and then we talk about those movies that she wanted to watch. So Because, because it was I her do like talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, our, our, our no, normal schedule thing is just screw. We're just going <laughs> to... Well, I was going to do, <laughs> do the normal regular thing and then explain afterwards, but I guess. No, no. You know what you're in for Guys, this week. <laughs> I hope you do. Any new listeners out there. <laughs> if this is your I'm first so episode, sorry. this is not normally how, how we do things. So here's the thing. Snapshot. I have been doing this for going on three years now, and I hate horror movies. That's one horror movie a week for the past like two and a half years that's insane to me the fact that i have allowed you to, to torture you me this. for this long and so since it was my birth month i decided for my birthday i wanted to do rom-com slash chick flicks of the 90s and early 2000s today we are watching or reviewing we've already watched it couple days ago uh the divine secrets of the yaya sisterhood of traveling pants <laughs> i'm just kidding uh, uh yaya sisterhood period yeah <laughs> it's a uh movie directed by what we describe her name kali cory kali cory kali cory uh kali cory i guess she did the screenplay but it was adapted by somebody named mark anders and it was based on two books, The Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood and Little Altars Everywhere by Rebecca Wells. Yes. So. The Divine um, Secrets of the Pants of the Yaya. Yeah, of the Yaya Pants. Sisterhood Traveling so, Squad. I don't know. Is there any um, content warning? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. this one's got some like tough stuff in it. like Alcoholism, um, child abuse. Yeah, that scene was pretty Mental hardcore. health. And just overall women's health, especially yeah. in the time period that it was, it was it 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 definitely sheds light on how far we've come. Mm -hmm. But obviously, with the Supreme Court and everything, like <laughs> there's so much more to go. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's historically accurate, unfortunately, and I mean not perfectly, but as, as far as those things are concerned yeah that's pretty freaking accurate loss of brother yeah son suicide is mentioned the child abuse is the big thing like that yeah. was like that was a rough scene to watch yeah oh I mean, and it's a, a little bit racist uh, yeah. um it's portrayal of the any african african-american in this movie is basically a, a housekeeper or a servant servant of some sort mm -hmm. and it takes place in the south in the 30s 40s 50s 60s that sort of thing yeah uh yeah not not a great time for african african americans, americans yeah not a great time for us either but, yeah uh, we are both very white um however well, i wasn't born yet so i can't really <laughs> i'm sure it wouldn't have been great yes but i'm not going to distance myself from my ancestors mistakes so and would you recommend this one absolutely I I really enjoyed rewatching this one. It's it wasn't as surprising at, or rewatch yeah. as Circle of Friends was with Minnie Driver. I had no clue how much Circle of Friends really impacted me, but this one I I, I knew exactly how it impacted me. So this one uh, it was just a oh okay here we go again kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I like it. It is a a, a chick flick. Yeah. There is romance involved. 
Mm-hmm. Um, however, it's not the core. I, I, I do believe it, it passes the Bechdel test. Yeah. What about you? Uh, when I first finished the movie, I was like, I this think I like that. Better. I think I like that one better. But now it's been a couple of days, and I honestly, <laughs> like, we watched it on Monday. We we're recording on Friday. We we usually take like one day, but just stuff got away from us this week. So yeah. you know, we're recording on a Friday, uh, and it's been a few days since we watched the movie. And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, what happened in this movie again? There's there's one scene I really remember, and it's not a fun one to remember, but I remember thinking, oh, that wasn't too bad. That was that was a decent movie, but. It's it's fine, I guess. I I don't. Yeah, I mean, if you're in the mood for kind of the sobby sort of movie, sobby, sobby. It's a it's a mother daughter tear type, type thing relationship. So I get it if you don't, um, you know, identify with this one so much. But it, I like it's I, a well made movie. Yeah, I enjoy it quite a bit. But it's not another one of those uh, that I'm just like, eh, I've seen it once. I don't need to watch it again. You know, like. So let's get into the story. Uh, Siddeley Walker, played by Sandra Bullock. That name. Siddeley is such Siddeley. a such a good name. Um, anyway, so Siddeley is a playwright, and her play is about to Broadway. Uh, uh, about, about to Broadway. About yes. to Broadway. It's about to premiere on Broadway, and so she's getting interviewed by the press and Time Magazine. She, Time Magazine, sure, and. You know, they talk about her mother in very much kind of the vein of there was an episode of Gilmore Girls where <laughs> there was Lorelai Gilmore, uh, played by Lauren Graham, talks about her mother and how overbearing and like particular she is and compares her to Stalin just like in a joking way and then realized she didn't say off the record. And so it's kind of like that situation. But yeah, they're. they're from what we've seen of the article, what people read out from the article, there seems to be a little bit of like reading into what yes. Siddeley said as well. Yeah. Um, and so the mom reads it and she's gets all up in arms and she uh, calls and like slams the phone down and like, oh, can I talk to Siddeley? And he, her fiance. I don't remember his name. He's played by Angus McBadden. Yes. Um, hold Angus. on. Let me look it up. Angus. Connor McGill. Connor. Okay. So Connor, she's like, oh, hi, Connor. Can I talk to her? And he passes the phone off and she goes, uh, hello. And she just goes, ah, this is and like starts slamming the phone down. And it's hilarious because she hangs up on her. Like her mom hangs up on, on Sandra Bullock's character, Siddeley. And she, he's like, well, what happened? And she just like turns around and starts doing the same exact thing to mm-hmm. the phone. And so you see this like parallel of they are the same person, but with generational trauma, right? So she has a childhood filled with a bunch of holes in the memory because they kept things away from the kids that they, you know, should have, right? It wasn't age appropriate at the time. And so Siddeley knows what Siddeley knows, but she never... She doesn't know the full story of everything. You know, in in the South, there is a very big um, tradition of sweeping things like this under the rug and never talking about them again, Mm -hmm. which is fine unless you've gone through trauma. And if you've gone through trauma, you kind of need to know the particulars so that you can process that emotion. Maybe not at the time, but later on, you know, this is 
really what happened. And so that's what her play is about. That's what she talks about in the thing. And she talks about her mom being an alcoholic and popping pills and, um, you know, spoil the rod type of situation. And the mom takes offense to it because she's like, is that what she thinks this is? And everybody's like, well, you didn't tell her otherwise. And so what? You you said spoil the rod. And now I'm like in my, you meant like spare the rod. Spare the spoil. rod, spoil the child. Sorry. But you said spoil the rod. <laughs> and now I'm thinking like one of the switches my mom would get from the yard and she's like babying it while I'm crying in the corner. That seems about right. Yeah. Oh, anyway. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So yeah, they and there's this, you know, beautiful montage of of her in rehearsals and doing this and doing that and then getting an envelope full of pictures with her face cut out and burned and whatever because that's just how petty her mother is. Her mother is Vivi Vivienne. Yeah. And she is petty <laughs> and southern and, you know, she she's dead to me and so she starts cutting taking down all the pictures you see her cutting pictures out and then all of a sudden her mom gets a wedding invitation uh for her wedding but all of the information is cut out of it and she's like oh she's gonna do it she's gonna marry that boy and she's so happy but her father is sitting there like okay but when when (laughs) When and where are we going are we invited? Like, this is an invitation, right? Like, there should be information. And she's like, I don't know, but she's going to do it. She's going to do it. And so she's obviously very, like, accepting of Connor. And, you know, she has her group of friends, which it starts off with, like, the little girls, mm-hmm. the littles of uh, Vivi and then her three friends. They're, well, what are their names? It's Caro, uh, Teensy, and Nisi. 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 And that is the Yaya sisterhood. And they have like a little ceremony in the graveyard and drink the blood of the people, the dragon people, the this people. And it's just like they're best friends. You know, they've Mm -hmm. grown up together. They're best friends. And... So they keep trying to tell her, you need to just call your daughter. No, she she should call me. She should know that this is this is not what you talk about. You don't trot that out. And she's putting all of her dirty laundry out for everybody to see. And they're just like, oh, Lord. And, uh, you know, serving Bloody Marys all the time and, you know, trying to play game. Anyway, her friends decide they're going to take matters into their own hands. They come to Sicily in New York and they kidnap her essentially they mm-hmm. drug her with a rupee or a roofie they can't decide how to say it and uh, they knock her out Connor packs her a bag of just the strangest clothing items there's a sequin tank top and like mismatched it, it's it's a mess it's a mess because he wasn't expecting this but they put her on the plane and with his help with his help and they <laughs> I mean, they have a letter from her doctor saying that, you know, she just needs to get back for treatment or whatever. So they get this, you know, inebriated, unconscious woman onto this plane and they take her back down south and they have her in a cabin, Mm -hmm. which I guess all of them kind of share. Something. I I don't know. I think they do say something about it. but I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. But they're like, you're here to learn what you don't know. And they have this scrapbook and it's the divine secrets of the yaya sisterhood and so she starts looking through pictures and then we get flashbacks with um naomi judd 
Yes. Yes. And that is who plays... No, sorry. Ashley Judd. Ashley, Ashley Judd. Judd. Sorry. Um, that is who plays Vivi when she's younger. And so she... And she's great in this. I love it. And so there's... There's a, a couple of good memories sprinkled in throughout, but essentially um, her father loved her more than her mother. Mm-hmm. She He treated her mom like crap. Uh, it was said that he treated his horses better than he treated his wife. And he doted on his daughter. And her mom was like, whatever you did, he gives her this ring, this diamond ring. For, for her, her birthday. Like 18th birthday, mm-hmm. right? Special occasion. And she thinks that Vivi has done something immoral so that her father would give her that. Mm-hmm. And... You know, she's just, she's crazy. She's an abused woman herself, but she's crazy and she's making all these accusations and making Vivi feel bad about the fact that she got this ring from her dad and the dad marches her back in and is like, give the ring back to her. I gave it to her for no other reason than she's my daughter and I wanted to. And um, she's Catholic and she's very devout and Vivi is not. Um, Vivi is a free spirit not as free as some of the other ones, but um, she, she's, you know, dating the brother of one of her best friends who goes off to the war. Mm-hmm. I think his name was Jack. Jack. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so. Um, it was Teensy's brother. Teensy's brother. Mm-hmm. And Jack is a pilot and he goes missing and they never find his body, dog tag or anything. Um, and. His mom was a French Creole Mm -hmm. lady, and there's a heartbreaking scene of her wailing. When she finds out, yeah. When she finds out that he's missing in action and saying, you know, telling the dad, you killed my baby, you killed my baby. And of course, Vivi, played by Ashley Judd, Mm -hmm. starts crying and holding Teensy because she just lost a brother. She just lost her fiancé, basically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the mom just lost her son. So they're all crying and weeping. That was a hard scene. And then it was explained that, you know, the because they didn't find a body, the mom held out hope for a little bit, but then she took her leave. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, like, the good French lady took her leave or something. Yeah. And... So that's sad, and Siddeley is, like, taking this all in. She goes, okay, but when did my dad come into the picture? And they explain, look, he loved her enough for the both of them, or so he thought. Mm -hmm. And he he didn't mind playing second fiddle. He just wanted to play in the band kind of thing. And she's just like, oh, that's that's a horrible place to be. Like, you want to be your significant other's first choice instead Mm -hmm. of you know whatever but then she starts piecing together memories of him going well i'm not jack i'm not jack and Mm -hmm. like it's it's making sense to her now um but essentially she gets overwhelmed she has three four kids siddeley is the oldest something like that yeah yeah and there's this oh god there's this one night when baylor Poops the bed, mm-hmm. and everybody starts puking. Everybody gets sick at once. Uh, yeah, and it's all They've like got it's... one bathroom, 
One kid's pooping on himself. Three she kids steps are into up. the poop and she's just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And everybody's screaming because, you know, you don't. And her husband, Shep, is gone, I think. For work or something. He's yeah. a cotton farmer, I think. But And she always wanted more out of life than yes. what he could provide. She, she was hoping she was that her and Jack would something. leave town. Right. And after Jack died, she just kind of settled for Shep. So. Yeah. And so the next week or so she goes to confession Mm -hmm. and she talks to the priest um so that's a little bit of her mom coming in the influence of her devout catholic mother and she's like i have had bad thoughts about my family Mm -hmm. um and he's like well you need to take you need to stop drinking Mm -hmm. because that's the root of all evil so he sends her to a, we don't see this, but we hear them talk about it. He sends her to a physician who prescribes her medication to, like, cure alcoholism. Dexamel. Dexamel. And Which was a real life, like, substance that was a, prescribed to a bunch of people during the, the 50s. And a lot of people got addicted to it in the United States. Yes. Oxycontin part one. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she... Ends up having a mental breakdown and escapes and pawns her ring that her dad gave her and uses the money to get a hotel room Mm -hmm. for like a week. And she just disappears on her family. She runs away. And then she calls home and she's like, I'm coming home and, you know, we'll have this for supper. And, you know, oh, don't cry. Sita, don't cry. And so Sita Lee is the one that took the phone call. After her mom was missing for a week. So this is what Sandra Bullock's character, that's from her perspective. So all of this trauma just happening. She's like, oh my God, my mom had a mental breakdown. She left us. I don't know if she's coming back. Shep is like, oh good, she's coming back. But she's... Whacked out on. Whacked out on Dexamil. So she comes back and the kids are being loud. The kids are being kids. The, The TV's up too loud. They're trying to be quiet and she comes out and they all just kind of like cower in the corner, which is very telling mm-hmm. that this wasn't the first time. It's raining and storming outside. And she goes, you are filthy. You got to get out of these filthy rags. And Sid is like, mom, we, we're wearing clean clothes. Like we can't go outside. It's raining. We're, we'll get soaked. And she's like, outside, outside. And she takes a belt and she starts just beating the hell out of these kids on the children. And uh, Willetta, the um, housekeeper, the nanny, maid, whatever, um, which also is a very good friend to Vivi. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's not the greatest of situations for African-Americans, but it's it's better than the servants at they go to the Gone with the Wind premiere. Yeah. Her, like, aunt and uncle. And her cousin uses the the insular and they beat the crap out of him. They threw a bunch of food at him, which was pretty funny. (laughs) Call him like a spoiled little shit or whatever. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Um, Anyway, so it's still bad. But Willetta comes and her husband comes and they get the children and take them home with them. They call the friends, Teensy and the the others, to come and, and be with Miss Vivi. And she basically starts having a seizure and is in a catatonic state and is just like not so she just gets back has the meltdown and she immediately needs to be sent away again to 
to rehab. And to this rehab. time it's for six months. Yeah. So for Sita not knowing, yeah. it was her mom disappeared for no reason, came back, beat the shit out of us, and then disappeared again for no reason. Yeah. Why did she come back just to beat the crap out of us? Yeah. Like, this doesn't make any sense. So while all of this is happening, she keeps calling Connor and Connor is, Connor says something about like, you're acting like your mom. You both need to grow up. And she's like, oh, that's right. We shouldn't have kids. And the wedding's off. And like, she hangs up on him. You know, she says things in the heat of the moment. That's kind of. Her mom does. Yeah. Vivi's MO too. So she tries to call him back and he's like, oh my God, I don't know the number to the cabin. And so he calls Vivi, mm-hmm. Vivi knows, so she tries to come to the cabin. Mm-hmm. She tries practicing on the way. Oh, look at what the cat dragged in. Me, me, me. And she's like practicing in the mirror. And all of a sudden, her friend sees her and pulls ahead of her and stops in the middle of the bridge and is like, you need to go back home. You need to, like, we're we're taking care of business to go back home. And she's like, yeah. so the there's no secret to it anymore. Connor's coming out. He starts staying with Vivi. Vivi knows that Sid is in town and is learning all the secrets. And they're like, look, do you want to tell it from your perspective? Because we're going to tell it from ours if you're not going to tell it from yours. And she's like, I can't. I can't do it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't, you know, I don't talk about that time and they're like we know but this is what Sita needs and she's just like well I give my blessing for you to tell her yours I don't think I'm ready to tell her mine and so they go and they lay out all of the this is this is what happened right so like it wasn't her fault necessarily like did she handle things well no but like there were more things at play here it wasn't you you did nothing and you know Vivi asked me I I forget which one of the friends asked but she's like Vivi asked me to tell her each and every mark she left on you kids and she sobbed about it and she never asked me again and we never talked about it again and that was it so she gets back with her beloved because he gets up and comes to the south (laughs) in the middle of all this and is just waiting patiently while she figures stuff out and you know there's a really cute scene with Shep her dad and Sita of you know were you loved enough daddy and she goes he he kind of laughed and smiled and said you know what's enough but my question to you is, were you loved enough? And he, she goes, oh, I think so. And they give each other a big hug. And it's like, ugh. And it's just, it's it melts my heart a little bit. Because it's, it's definitely something that parallels my relationship with my dad. And so anyway, it's Vivi's birthday. And they have a big old New Orleans style. They got the, um, what do they call them? The big parade like dancers there's a name for it and i I can't remember but anyway they have sparklers it's a big thing they don't say what number birthday this is because that's not something you do Mm -hmm. to a lady but they you know they have their come to jesus meeting where sita and vivi sit down and talk and they iron that out and it ends with vivi being ushered or no sita being ushered up to the attic where mm-hmm. they have another ceremony and everybody's wearing their crowns and she has her like Yankees baseball cap with all these doodads Stuff attached to it. Yeah. A sunflower. They keep mm-hmm. calling Vivi and Sita sunflower like it's a term of endearment and bebe and all of that stuff. But they, they have their 
thing and they open up wounds on their hands, which don't do that. People, <laughs> blood oaths are not something to take lightly. Anyway, they have the, you know, whatever. She's ushered into the secrets, divine secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood, and she's part of the Sisterhood. And that's the story of the traveling pants, the divine <laughs> secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood. No traveling pants. No pants. Yep, that's the movie. What did you think? It's fine. It's fine. Um, Really good acting in it. Like, the actresses are all really, really good. It's got, like, a freaking stellar cast. Like, uh, you already said what was Ashley Judd, Sandra Bullock, um, the girl who plays uh, Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith is one of them. Um, We've seen her before. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I mean, like, it's really good cast. Uh, Did I already say uh, James Garner plays Shep? Uh, Mm -hmm. Like, Really good cast. And they they do really well in a movie that is, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> like, I think I the most of the problems I have is that nothing feels like there's much stakes to anything. Hmm. Because you already know most of the big steps because it's flashing, flashing back and forth. You know what I mean? Like, you know she's not going to marry Jack because that's not her dad. Uh, you know that, you know, this isn't going to happen because, you know, there's just a couple instances of that. And... Like it's it's really competently made. I I just think it's a little uh feels like a couple of hours of a TV show, you know, like like a like a a, a drama movie mm. or a drama show. Like I don't know. It it's it's fine. It's fine. It's not bad. It's decent. <laughs> what about you? I, I like I don't know what to say. It's 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 melodramatic. It's very melodramatic, which I don't wow. mind sometimes. Okay. But but it is. Uh, what about you? I like it as a daughter of a mother, you know. Most are. It, <laughs> Not all. <laughs> it, uh, you know, it, it, I am, am constantly worried about, you know, and as a mother of a daughter, right? Mm-hmm. I'm constantly worried about that connection and the generational traumas mm-hmm. of like, okay, yes, I have my own mental which kind of fuck ups did my parents have that I'm going to pass on? Correct, yeah. correct. And so I have my own mental health issues. Uh, one month on antidepressants, though, and going strong. Woohoo! Um, but like, I have to be mindful. It's movies like this that that make me mindful of. That's my shit to carry. That's not mm-hmm. her shit to carry. That that. That should not, yes, that informs me of what I need to do as far as like self-care and making sure I take my medicine and making sure I check in with myself a little bit more often to make sure I am in a in a place to have the best kind of relationship I can with our daughter. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, she's four, <laughs> you know, and she has her own thing, you know, mm-hmm. and she's learning about emotions, whereas I'm trying to help her navigate emotions through the lens of I have a problem with emotions and sometimes I feel one too much and not enough and you know so it's it's I just want to make it to where I can like this movie definitely places importance of figure your shit out because that's not your kid's shit to figure out and that's if I was to criticize this it would be like okay she's grown she's a grown-ass adult now like mm-hmm. you could have told her and the fact that vivi didn't want to you know speaks to the stigma that we've had around mental, mental illness health, yeah. um but at the same time it's like she deserves to know 
Like she was, she was the mom. Shep and her took care of your younger kids. And then you stepped in six months later after getting the much needed treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and everything kind of went back to the new normal, but mm-hmm. like, that's a lot for a little girl who's 10, 11 to, to bear, you know? And so figure your shit out before you just assume that kids are resilient. They'll get over it. Like, fuck no. Like, don't fuck up your kids on purpose. Figure your shit out so that you can help them figure their shit out later. <laughs> Cause you're going to make mistakes. That's just part of being human. But if you have your mistakes in your life, plus theirs, that you caused, that sucks. That sucks. And it was a big old mess. And I, I love the friendship. It definitely is reminiscent of like now and then. And oh, there was another one that I wanted to make you watch called uh, How to Make an American Quilt, mm. which is like four women's stories about like flashing back. Mm-hmm. Um, I still want to watch it, but I don't think we're going to do it for the the whatever but i like it because it speaks to those relationships that i i find super important the mother daughter mm-hmm. friendship between women you know they're they're there for <laughs> whether she likes it or not they're there for vivi no matter what you mm-hmm. know so did you do a menu based on this movie bloody mary's yeah bloody mary's uh... i don't think i've ever had a bloody mary I don't really like tomato juice, so but you like tomato stuff a lot. So I love maybe tomatoes. You like it. Yeah. That's you I, like tomato I think, soup. You like tomato, like tomato. I think you need to make me a Bloody Mary, and we'll take a picture and throw it up on our Instagram. I can totally do that, yeah. and then we'll probably throw half of it out. Just go light on it's vodka, vodka, right? Yeah, yeah. Just go light on the vodka. Okay. I don't like really strong drinks. Yeah. But hey, if you're making your own Bloody Mary, you could make it to taste. <laughs> to your taste, not mine. Cake? Yeah, there's. Uh, I can't think of anything else that was in this movie. Like, I seriously have so much trouble th- remembering this movie now that it's. King been... Cake, uh, shrimp? Yeah. I yeah, like, I know. I don't. I don't we're not going to do shrimp, but you could. Uh, it's kind of like a New Orleans. Yeah, it's in Louisiana, so it's all French Creole, mm-hmm. Cajun gumbo. You could do uh, chicken sausage gumbo. Yeah, but it's so hot in the kitchen. Yeah. I don't, don't want to do it. <laughs> these these three digit days Are every insane. single day of the insane. summer is the worst. All right, well then, uh, do you want to go do the rating portion sure. of the show? Uh, what kind of scale do we want to rate it on? One to ten, what? Dexamels. Oh no, babe. <laughs> Ooh. Ugh. Uh, one to ten, uh, blood of the dragon people. Um, oh, and you could do hot cocoa for that because it's oh, just yeah, chocolate. It's chocolate. It's uh, really chocolate syrup, but whatever. One to ten books or journals of the Yaya secret hood. Secrets. <laughs> one to ten scrapbooks? Yeah. <laughs> scrapbooks. <laughs> okay. Let's do that. Now, like I said, when I first finished this, I was like, oh, I think I'd like that one better. But the more I think about it, I think I had more fun watching Circle of Friends. I'd rather watch Circle of Friends again than watch this one. Um, although this one does have just a, such a good cast in it. It is cool. So Maggie Smith is underutilized in this, uh, but uh, Ashley Judd is really good in it. And um, Sandra Bullock, who I'm usually kind of meh about, is is pretty good in this, too. <laughs> um, although she she's not... She's the main character, kind of. Like, her and Vivi are the main characters. But, like, definitely Ashley Judd's Vivi is the main character. Yes. Like, Sandra Bullock definitely seems to be kind of pushed to the side for most of the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, 
a four okay. or maybe maybe a five. I was I was waffling because I gave Circle of Friends a five. <sighs> I'd rather watch Circle of Friends. Yeah. Let, let's go four. Let's go four. Okay. I'd rather watch Circle of Friends again. So for uh, what? For uh, was it scrapbooks, right? Yeah. So four scrapbooks. Not a not a terrible movie, but like it's it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I can't wait for this to be over. <laughs> we he's, still have another week of this. He's biding his time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, what about you, though? I am going to give this one seven. Seven? Mm-hmm. Seven scrapbooks. And just for all the reasons that I have previously discussed about the relationships and whatever. Um, there's a really great scene about uh, an airplane. It's one of the good <laughs> Oh, memories. yeah, yeah. That was... Because Shep tells Sitta... Like, think about the good times. You know, what gets me through is thinking about the good times because it wasn't all bad. And mm-hmm. she's like, you're right. And so she thinks about her favorite memory. And it, it is really it's, cute. It's really cute. And, you know, it's when you have an opportunity to do something, but you're nervous. So you choke a little bit. And then she's like, no, I want it. And so her mom basically her moves way. mountains yeah. to, to get her. Um. To, to ride in the airplane and so it's just it's it's a really cute scene um but yeah seven all right uh, if you enjoyed the episode check us out on twitter at murder she don't want instagram instagram and tiktok <laughs> murder she don't uh and then join us next week where we're gonna watch we only have one more week or yeah. two one more, one more week one more week shit okay because this is gonna go up we're, we're finishing out july shit and then but uh, you you stole the first one. You from me. said X. You're the <laughs> one who said we should do X. <laughs> All right, fine. Because a friend of yours was like, we "Well, should see, because because I learned something. You said that you've never seen Pretty Woman. Yeah, I don't think I have. Like, I I know about the movie. I've seen enough clips and everything that I could probably so tell you gonna beat be, for beat what the movie it's is. It's going to be one of those of oh, this is going to happen next. Oh, this is going to happen next. But the fact that you haven't seen it pisses me off a little bit um i oh, it's a toss-up because i was gonna do uh the truth about cats and dogs mm-hmm. um janine garofalo mm-hmm. and uma thurman and i forget who the guy is um with a very uncomfortable sex a phone sex scene <laughs> uh and i watched it when i was like in sixth grade with my best friend and her mother who was sitting on the other side of me and i was like this is really awkward guys what are we doing <laughs> um but now it's a toss-up between Truth About Cats and Dogs and Pretty Woman, because I think you need to see Pretty Woman. I don't know if Pretty Woman is streaming. I know Cats and Dogs is, or the Truth About Cats and Dogs, because it's when I looked it up. But Maybe we'll put a Twitter poll out of, like, which one did you like better? And then we'll do that one. All right. So tune in next week <laughs> for, for either The do. Truth About Cats and Dogs or Pretty Woman. And Walking until then, the remember, yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Hi, that's you.